This is the Hidden Why Podcast, episode 656 with Pete Vargas. Enjoy. Welcome to the Hidden Why's 30-minute power segment. I am passionate about creating a lifestyle that minimizes suffering and regret. The purpose of life is not simply to survive, but to thrive, and I believe we do that by creating a life with greater freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Each week, I'll be delivering a 30-minute conversation with a guest expert on a topic that they are knowledgeable and passionate about, with the purpose to inspire and educate us all. I don't have all the answers. I'm simply trying to figure life out. And through greater awareness and understanding, I can put into practice what I learned to further my life's progression. I can't give you your life's map. I can't show you the way, but I can assist you in discovering your why. I can help you define your life's compass to guide you purposefully to act on and pursue your life's desires. And from there, watch happiness ensue. My guests are the experts. They are the people I learn from. They provide the inspiration, education, and methodology that we can all benefit from in better navigating the ultimate life. Without further ado, let the show begin. Today's featured guest is Pete Vargas. The topic is stages. Pete has trained hundreds of people to become powerful speakers, growing their brand from the stage. Since 2003, Pete Vargas has promoted platforms with purpose, working with his team to book over 20,000 events that have generated more than $40 million in revenue and reached tens of millions of people through the speakers and organizations they serve. If you have a story that influences people towards positive change, Pete can teach you how to find the right stages that scale in both revenue and reach. And today, He's bringing insight and inspiration to us all. Enjoy this topic with Pete Vargas, Stages. G'day, Pete. Welcome to the Hidden My Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on today. Great to have you here and uh, looking forward to discussing your topic today, which is we were undecided about this, but Stages or Speaking. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Pete, what you do and why this topic is something you're so passionate about. Yeah, my name is Pete Vargas. I am uh, just turned 40, been married 16 years, three beautiful kids, Keaton, 10, Mia, 8, Emma, 5, all three adopted. And something really interesting about myself is my wife and I have not only been married for 16 years, we've been told that uh, we would never have kiddos because of past health challenges that she had. And two weeks ago at age 40 on our 40th birthdays, we found out that we're pregnant and uh, is a a healthy baby and it's literally a miracle if you knew her health challenges so we're about to have our fourth kiddo so you're the first person i'm actually sharing that with kind of publicly so on a podcast or at least so yeah that's about me that's um pretty amazing well done congratulations yeah thank you so yeah we we are passionate about stages and speaking and we believe that stages are the fastest way to grow your business um we believe that a lot of people get into overwhelm mode. They get into uh, bright, shiny object syndrome. And it's like, what do I do to create new clients and customers in my business? There's all these things that we can do and all these things that, we're, that we can make happen. We can, do, we can run ads. We can do this. We can do that. And I believe stages and podcasting is an example of one of the stages we'll talk about today. I believe stages are not only the fastest way to grow your business, I believe they've been around for the longest and they're not going anywhere. They've been here 2,000 years. And when you think about it back in the early days of the Coliseum to missionaries who raise money, it still happens today. Right. But the, question, the thing I already, always tell people is like, where are we at with you know the yellow pages? Where are we at with 
you know, uh, TV and radio never been harder. I heard a huge, a, mar- a marketer yesterday tell me Facebook right now is like a, a melting iceberg and I don't think it's going away. I'm not saying it's going away, but all of these acquisition channels, they come and they go, you know, even think about anything and stages are around forever. So I'm extremely passionate about stages because of the fact that, uh, 15 years ago, my dad and, uh, heard a speaker on a stage and in 60 minutes, um, after hearing this speaker, it prompted my dad to ask for forgiveness for the abusive dad that he had been growing up to me. I had tried everything to make amends with my dad. Nothing worked. Now all of a sudden I'm 23 years old. He hears this gentleman whose daughter was the first girl killed at Columbine back in 1999, which is one of the first school shootings in America. And my dad hears him tell his daughter's story and here's the man challenge parents to make sure they let their kids know how much they love them. And, and, uh, my dad took him up on that. He wrote me a letter and he said, I'm sorry for the father I've been here. My son is having an impact on hundreds of kids lives because I was working with teenagers at the time. And he said, but I can't have an impact on my only son's life. He asked me for a second chance to do things right. And he told me for the first time in over a decade that he loved me. And that was the day subconsciously that I committed my life to stages forever i just thought what that's is the day that? that you committed your life to stages right yeah i mean yeah me and understanding like what just happened up there in one hour that made my dad finally take the action that i had been desiring for 10 or 15 years like one hour changed it forever for our relationship and i said i'm gonna figure that out and i called that man daryl scott and i said why aren't you sharing your message with everybody across the world and he said pete i don't really know what to do. I'm trying all of these things and they're not working. I'm like, get in front of your ideal buyers, share that powerful story, provide incredible content. And in one hour you will see more buyers than maybe any of the other initiatives you're doing. And he said, will you help me do that? And that's exactly what we did. We started with him because it was personal for me. And um, over the course of the last 15 years, we've booked over 25,000 stages across the world. That's directly out of our offices. Our students have booked tens of thousands of more. And those stages have accounted for, it's approaching um, nine figures. It's tens of millions of dollars that have been stemmed as a result of those stages. So that's why I'm passionate about stages. That's a quick backstory. Quick backstory and heck of a lot to unpack there. Um, certainly interested to explore that a little bit further. Um, but first of all, I suppose the why um, behind this topic is certainly uh, in your you know sort of opinion there is it's a great way or the best way to build your brand and uh, really market yourself um, most effectively compared to all the other mediums. Um, it's funny you mentioned yellow pages there. I actually talk with businesses about how they can best um, build brand awareness. Um, and yellow pages is still something that a lot of people use and I, I don't understand why. But uh, <laughs> just on a side note, and the other thing is that there, and, and I love the the idea of how you incorporate your own personal stories in in the message you're sharing is um, obviously providing an impact, uh, a powerful impact from a stage is is a great way to transform lives. And I think that's um, really important because I interview a heck of a lot of people on the show and um, I read a lot of books and the more I find out, uh, you know, key motivations behind what drives people, um, there seems to be this reoccurring theme that people want to serve, people want to help others. Um, and certainly if you can do that from a stage with your own personal story, your own, you know, expertise, then that's, that's certainly a great way to do it. So there's a good reason why stages and speaking is, is really important. So yeah, um, the, why, the, the why from the personal is the fact of like, I saw it work 
and my dad. And the why from the professional is now we've seen it work for hundreds and thousands of our students. It doesn't, you don't have to be a motivational speaker to like to go out there and speak. And you can be, you know, the first time I heard our financial advisor on a stage, first time I heard Ryan Dice from Digital Marketer on a stage, first time I heard uh, uh, this empowerful woman on a stage that really helped me in my, like I invested into the things that they were offering and none of them made an offer because of the fact that, um, they like in one hour made me see a different perspective on something and they were the only ones talking in a big room and nobody else was talking. And so this, uh, this, this power of what it can do for you from a branding and positioning. Yes. But more importantly, customer acquisition and acquiring new people to want to go deeper in you with you and whatever that is in your business. That's exactly why I believe it's uh, a powerful a medium for people to be using. Yeah, cool. And so that's something that you've you've built with this this person, Daryl. This this business. Yeah, so, yeah, great question. No, so that's a good, nobody's ever asked me that. So I love that. So for 13 years, we became the outsource marketing arm for him. His his daughter Rachel left uh, uh, six diaries and a paper called My Ethics, My Codes of Life that she wrote one month before she was killed at Columbine. And if you haven't read that, it's a powerful essay. And so he had this desire, like he knew that he had something that needed to go transform schools in America, and now since has transformed schools all across the world. Hmm. But he knew he had something, he just didn't know what to do with it and how to get it out there and how to get people to like see it. And it, he had the story, um, but he didn't understand how to get that, the, you know, create the right programs that schools would want. And so for 15 years, we went into the 13 years, excuse me, 13 years, um, we went into like the lab, we became the outsource marketing arm and we figured out how to create this system, system to really using stages to grow his impact and his reach. And, and I mean, we tried and tested everything. And, and before we knew it, we were winning some of the biggest stages on planet earth. Like we won the white house and we won, you know, we were on Oprah. Like I believe there's offline and online stages that exist that are powerful. Mm. So we started winning these stages, but it wasn't just about the stage. It was about the system that we figured out over those 13 years, because it's not just about the stage. The stage is one of three components that we figured out. So I was an outsourced marketing arm for 13 years, serving him and booking tens of thousands, I mean, like thousands of stages for him directly. And then making sure that those stages in the weeks after turned into schools that would bring a program back into their schools as a result from hearing him or one of his other speakers on a stage. We built him from one speaker to a lot of speakers. And so that's what we did. We figured out this system in, in over 13 years when I had to go into like my team two years ago said, it's time for you to go share this secret with the world we got in a room and we locked ourselves in a room and we we're like, what is this whole system about? Like we've been doing this so well, we've not stepped back to think about what did we do well? And it boiled down to three things. Hmm. We want, we want you to be incredible on stage and we want you to be authentic, real confident, not sleazy, sleazy, slimy, salesy, but we want you to be authentic and real and design one incredible talk. And one incredible talk can build your business. We want you to get on stages. Yes, let's get on stages. That's only one of three components of it. And then ultimately the third piece, Zig Ziglar said, you never change someone's life by a stage or speaking, 
but if they buy your, if they bought my tapes and cassettes, I have a shot at changing their lives. Zig Ziglar understood how to scale a stage. He knew that if they bought his resources at the time, which were tapes and cassettes, that he knew if he was in their ear every single day, he would change their lives. And so the third piece, and this is where a lot of our brilliance comes into play, is how do you actually scale every stage you're on? No matter what type of stage it is, online, offline, whether you're getting paid or you're there for free, whether it's speak to sell or it's a sponsored stage, whether it's your own stage, like how do you actually scale that stage in the in real time or in the weeks following to make sure that people go deeper with you? So the third part of the system has everything to do with scaling the stage because that's when your community is going to change their lives. So. Yeah, cool. So just um, those three elements again, I, I missed the first two, but I know that yeah. the last one was scaling the stages. So just break yeah, it down yeah. for us once again. Yes. It's the first bucket falls into story, yep. and, which is your signature talk. The second bucket falls into determining the stages, uh, all about stages and which stages do you want to be on? How do you find them? How do you win them? And then the third bucket falls around scaling a stage. How can people go deeper with you, and how are you going to fo- how are you going to capture their names, and how are you going to follow up with them after the fact? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I like it. So you yourself, um, Pete, are you a speaker? I mean, you sound like a brilliant speaker. Just speaking with you now, you're very passionate, energetic. You like to share stories. Um, are you a speaker yourself, or is this just something you got into based on that connection that your dad had so many years ago? You, I'm just letting you know, like, I love the questions you're asking. Obviously, I've been on a lot of podcasts, and you've got really good uh, – it, it's such a valuable question. And I don't know if anybody's ever asked me that. For, and, and here's what's important to understand. Most people would rather die than public speak, which is why I don't even love to refer to it as public speaking. Because of the fact – like, when it's a mechanism and you do what – you know. Here's the thing. So I was a youth pastor, um, and wh- wh- I'm the one who brought Daryl Scott in to speak back 13, 15 years ago. I'm, I'm, I'm 15 years ago is when I brought him in. Uh, two years ago is when we stopped working with him. Um, so we were, we served him for 13 years. But when I brought him in, he was just one of a few dozen speakers we brought in. Why did I bring in speakers? Because I didn't want to be on the stage. Like I didn't want to yeah. have to be the one that was speaking every yeah, week. Interesting. Yeah. So then for 13 years, I was the Wizard of Oz. I never spoke. I was the one putting people on stages and making sure that those stages were incredible for them. And so when I started this division of our business, Advance Your Reach, two years ago, I knew I was going to have to speak. And just like your audience, I was scared to death because I had never really done it. And I got to work with an amazing man, and he is now a part of our organization and our company. And one of the resources we'll give you at the end is to make sure that you get confident and don't feel overwhelmed or not feel scared of it. But he helped me create one talk. He said, Pete, you don't have to go create all these talks or think about all these things. Get comfortable with one amazing talk. Hmm. I want you to design one talk. And he would make me repeat it back one, 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 one. You don't need five. You don't need 10. You need one incredible talk. And so two, three, three years ago, two and a half years ago was really the first time that I went out and spoke. And so I wouldn't classify myself as a speaker, although most people would. Yeah. I would, I would class myself, classify myself as a guy who's just chosen to use stages to grow his business. And it just so happens that I, I, I've gotten good at the art of speaking by practice, by a lot of practice. <laughs> so, a lot of practice, but obviously a lot of obse- obs- um, observing as well. You know, over 13 years, observing others speaking from the stage of the stages that you put them on. 
Um, but just listening and watching people, you would have learned a lot of techniques and, uh, and all that too, I assume. I've seen, I say that a lot. I say I've seen over a thousand speakers and I know what resonates with audiences and what doesn't. And I just didn't realize it would be me. So like even with the, with, even with the speakers we served, I would be able to correct one or two or three things that they were doing in the middle of their talk. And we would see the, the exponential effect that that would have. And it was really powerful. Like, mm. and so I did get to observe. And so when it kind of came time to practice, I had a whole lot of history. So yeah, of, of learning, I just didn't realize I was learning for myself. I thought I was learning for other people who would be on stages. So tell me 13 years ago, and this is a bit of reflection, uh, for you, but um, was that something that um, you were you were actually inspired to do, but you were just fearful of doing it, and that's why you sort of hid. I don't know if this is the case, but you hid behind others um, just so you could be involved in that industry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> God, I love your questions. So I wanted to be a sports agent. Right. I wanted to be a sports agent, and sports agent. Uh, I went to school for that and I didn't realize I had to go to law school and I'm like, nope, not going to do this. Hmm. And so when I went over and I took over as youth pastor in Texas, there was only three kids there on my first Wednesday night. I thought there would be dozens of kids. I thought there would be dozens and dozens of kids and there were only three there. And I thought one, I don't want to have to be the one on stage every single week. Um, it's a lot of preparation. It's a lot of time and man, you you can be vulnerable. So one of one aspect was it was, I don't want to be on stage every yeah. week. The other aspect was I can grow this youth group if I will bring in powerful speakers. And so I didn't bring in professional speakers only. I brought in CEOs. I brought in stay at home moms, stay at home dads. I brought in Super Bowl MVPs. I brought in chaplains. I brought in health and wellness experts. I brought in financial experts because I saw that when my kids heard the message, they would begin to adopt it. They became givers and not takers. They started saving and it just saw the transformation in their lives. And I saw how it would help me grow my youth group. And so it was twofold. It was like, I didn't want to have to speak every week. And I didn't realize it at the time what was happening, but it was growing my youth group. My last, my first Wednesday there, there were three kids in a town of 10,000, hmm. Jory, Stacy, and Mackenzie. <laughs> my last Wednesday, my last Wednesday night there, 750 kids in a $1.2 million youth building that our church board built with a unanimous vote because of the way that we were growing and also because of the fact that my kids had already raised tens of thousands of dollars to put the down payment on as a result of hearing a speaker talk about being a giver and not a taker. So I saw the power of speaking really, really early of how it grew my youth group. And then we've just been able to see it transcend into helping people grow their businesses or their nonprofits or their movements. And so it, it works. It just freaking works. And so that's why I didn't do it as much is because I saw when I bring in somebody else, our youth group would just continue to grow. Yeah. And I was a little scared of it. So, and I was a little scared of it. Okay, so talk us a little bit through, um, I suppose, approaching a stage. Like um, for the people listening out there, I mean, I've got a lot of people listening, my, myself included, um, that would love to get on more stages, you know, speak in front of people, share their story, inspire people, have that impact. And obviously from the professional side too, um, most of them would love to grow their business and, and, you know, make more money doing what they love. So w- what's the first step? Like how do we, how do we initiate this? So the first step is really important, and I just mapped this out yesterday again because I'm getting to go deliver on a really big stage. The first step is determining what your dream stage is, period. 
like what's your dream stage? And let me define dream stage for your audience. A dream stage is defined where a lot of people, let me actually tell you what a lot of people think it is. Oh, I have to be on in front of thousands of people. That's a dream stage. No, it's not. A dream stage is when the majority of the people sitting in the audience are your ideal buyers and your ideal customers. Majority just means 70, 80% for me, not 51%. We're 70 to 80% of them are your ideal buyers. So that means it could be a room of 20. It could be a room of 100, a room of 25, a room of 100. But if the majority of them are your buyers, you want to know your ideal buyers because you want to go where your ideal buyers are. Okay. So that's the first step is defining your dream stage. Can, and, we, just, and, can we just look at the, the, the definition of buyers there? Because I feel when I, when I hear that term that it, it is very salesy. Um, and that rubs me the wrong way for whatever yeah. reason. Okay. And, you're, and, I, and buyers, you're right. It's, it's like, who is it that you impact? Who is the people what, clients? Yeah. Like, who is it that you're impacting? That's a great, thank you for that. And, and I'll change my, my language on that, but like, I'll, I'll give a live case study. Like Daryl Scott, we said, who can your programs impact? And Daryl said, well, it impacts students and teachers. Hmm. And But watch this. This is why this is important. The buyer word can rub you wrong, but the person who has the decision-making power is important that they're sitting in your audience Absolutely. Or, else, yeah. or else it's just exposure for you. So in, in America, the, the students and a lot of the times the teachers don't make the decisions to bring a program back into a school. And we learn that by being at those events. Now, we still go to those events. They still go to those events, but like their ideal – customer and who's going to make the decision-making power to bring a program back into schools in America is superintendents and building principals. And so once we figured that out and got really clear on that, assistant superintendents, superintendents, assistant principals and principals, we then were able to go target the stages at which all of them lived and where they went to. Some of them had them monthly. Some of them had them, you know, there are millions of those types of stages that happen every month in America. There's, there's millions of those that happen at the local level, like right in your audience's backyards. There's, there's, they're at the state level. They're at the national level. Like they're everywhere, but you got to be clear on who you want to be in front of and who you want to go provide valuable content in front of. Mm. So that's the first yeah. part of the equation is, cool. is figuring that out. Yeah. Cool. All right, next step. Next step is determining what your what what stages you want to be on and I I won't be able to get into all of them but there are eight different online stages that exist and eight different offline stages. Like so an example of an online stage is a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the summits. I won't remember all eight of them, but the free gift that we have has like the breakdown of all of these. There's oh, online sweet. podcasts, there's summits, there's live streams, there's online media. There's trainings, uh, which the association market does. There's webinars, which the public seminar market does. And there's a couple of more. Like, begin to target the types of online stages that you want to be on. So, like, we're on this stage today, and I'm so grateful for it. And this is an example of an online stage. I heard uh, one of our students is Pat Flynn. I don't know if you know Pat Flynn. Yeah. Uh, does that ring a bell? 
Pat said, you know, a lot of podcasters, a lot of podcasters create this effect where people's companies are launched as a result of being on their podcast. That's a pretty powerful statement. And I've seen it happen. I was with another student of ours last week in D.C. or two weeks ago in D.C. He said the first time I put somebody on one of my live streams, he said, Pete, you were only the second person to be on one of my live streams. He said the first person I put it on there, um, he became a best-selling author. So wow. like first, there's these eight online stages that I believe your audience just needs to target one or two of them and begin to go after those one or two and, and work hard to be on those stages. Then you have the offline stages. You have um, the, the seminar world, which is people who put on their own events. And in the seminar world, you have the main stage and you have breakouts. You then have the association world, which is huge and a lot of people ignore this is people membership based organizations. You know, every niche and in industry has one or many associations and they are members. They pay this, you know, they pay in like a pecking order, the local to the, you know, the, the, in, in, in America, it's the local to the state, the state to the national and other countries, it looks a little bit different, but the association world has main stages, main, main keynotes, and they also have breakouts. Um, you have masterminds, Mm-hmm. You have local stages. This is the one that people miss out on. There are millions of local stages in people's backyards happening every week and every single month. And so there's there's these eight offline stages. So the first thing that we really want people to do and as they take advantage of the resource that we give is just determine like one or two that match your lifestyle. Like maybe you want to be on more online than you do offline, but pick a couple that you want to go after and then begin to pursue them, like begin to work them, begin to win them and watch what it begins to do for your business. And so that's the, that's the second, that's the, like the, the big piece of it is make sure you have a portfolio. I call it a stage portfolio that matches with your lifestyle. So the fact that I have three kids about to have a fourth, like I can't be on more than 12 to 15 physical stages a year. And that's how mm. many I'm on. But our business will be on over 100 online stages this year, and I get to do those from my house, and I can do five, six, seven of them in one day. And and then in another day, when we do a bunch of live streams, we'll do 10 or 15 live streams in one day. So just pick your portfolio and watch what begins to happen for your business. Mm, Yeah, incredible. Cool. And next, next steps from there? Well, then you got to find them. And so now that you have the combination, <laughs> you do the search. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Now that you have the combination of the stages that you want, you've kind of built your portfolio and you know who you're the people that you want to impact. Like you got to get really specific. You can't be like, I want to impact entrepreneurs or I want to impact men or women. No, I want you to really get clear on who is its life that you can impact with what you have to offer. Yep. So is it superintendents? Is it health coaches? Is it dentists? Is it doctors? Is it lawyers? Whatever it is. Um, determine what that is coupled with the stage and just begin to get, use old faithful Google and watch what begins to happen as you look for those stages, kind of using that as the basis of your search criteria. So dental seminars, uh, the biggest dental seminars, the best dental seminars, dental podcasts, dental trainings, dental summits, dental keynotes, dental event, you just, you will find more stages than you can ever be on. And on those pages, you will find the person they're usually called, they're either the CEO or the director of events or the director of education. And they're the ones that make decisions on who the speakers are that they bring in. And so that's the, that's the next piece of the puzzle. And then the last piece of the puzzle around stages 
is that you've got to have a, a, a focused reach out strategy to those meeting planners, just like we have campaigns or funnels or follow up that we do with people, um, you know, to maybe attract new clients. Yeah. Um, you got to have a campaign in place that attracts that, that makes a request of them to say, I would love to be on your stage. And after 10,000 hours of literally being on phone calls or in meetings with meeting planners, the past 15 years, the number one thing you want to communicate in any messaging, whether it's video, email, phone, direct mail, or social media, those are the five mediums we use. The main thing that you want to communicate to the meeting planner is helping them see that you have a problem that you, you're solving, that they're not currently solving for their community. And when they get clear around that, when they're, they can get clear and the light bulb goes off to say, oh, this person has a problem that they can solve and they're going to make me look heroic when they're on my stage, you're going to begin to engage in conversations about being on their stage. And so the, the little ninja thing I would tell you, it's a lot quicker to win an online stage than it is an offline stage. But still, they're both very, very powerful stages. Absolutely. So just quickly on the um, identifying that problem, is it identifying the problem of, of that particular community, association, group of people? It's a great question. No, you want to identify a general problem that you solve. So for me, the general problem that I solve is that people are having a hard time attracting customers because of all of the bright, shiny object things that exist. And when they can begin to get themselves on stages, it will become one of the fastest ways for them to grow their business. Your people just don't know how to get on stages. And so, therefore, that is a, a mass appeal to any of the types of stages I'm going after. Because remember, I know who I'm going after because I know I can serve them. And because I know I can serve them, that messaging will appeal, uh, appease to them, will make them. So it's the general problem across the board. It's not like specific to every individual stage. Now, when you get right. into those what once they are like, Oh, I want to know more about that. I sent a lady named JJ Virgin, who is a New York times bestselling author, um, a video email. And I basically helped her understand the problem I could solve for her community. And it made her want to get on the phone with me. And when we got on the phone, then we got into more detail about that problem. Now for the last two years, I've been invited back and I'll be going back there next year for a third year to speak at her event. So like they'll get deeper into that once they engage in a conversation, but no, it's, it's very general at a very general level. Okay. Yeah. Good. Lovely mate. And you've got uh, some free resources for us. Where do we head to pick up, uh, pick up that? Yeah. So it's, uh, advanced, uh, wow. I just told it to you. I just had it pulled up a minute ago. Adventure reach forward slash the hidden why I think was it? Yep. Adventure forward slash the hidden why. And what we have is I go, we have some amazing resources, but we have an, we have a workshop online that dives deep. And when I say deep about 20 to 25 minutes of training on each of these three areas that we've kind of scratched the surface on today, like it goes into how do you really identify your portfolio and win those stages? How do you design your talk? Like we didn't get into get in a whole lot of depth of that, but what's the structure of your talk? And then how do you make sure you scale every single stage you're on? So we have an amazing resource. It's a virtual workshop that you can, you know, register for, cost you nothing and would love for it's not going to be up. It's only up for a, a, a few weeks, but would love for your community to be able to have access to that and really see how to, how to use stages to grow their business. So Yeah, perfect. 
Mate, it's been an absolute pleasure and um, a lot to break down uh, from this conversation. Certainly, um, the reason why stages are so effective, I think, is, is my takeaway. And I think the, the appropriate title for this show should be Stages, not speaking. Um, but would certainly love to you know, get you back on the show at some stage to talk more in depth about you know, creating your story or maybe one of the other elements um, of those three steps that you described earlier on for us. So, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on and, and sharing. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely follow up. I mean, we, we can follow up on how you actually lay out your signature talk, but I'm so grateful. And uh, you can, is, you mind if I share one last little nugget, like what reinforced it all for me? Yeah. So, so I just told you at the beginning and I didn't even connect the dots, but I just told you four years old. Um, we just turned 40 and just found out that we're having our like first biological baby. We have three amazing kids, but this will be our first biological so I got a call 12 years ago and my, I told you my oldest son, Keaton is 10 years old. I got a call 12 years ago before I had any kids and my dad called me. Um, and, uh, he, he told me he's 49. My stepmom was 48 and he told me they're pregnant and I'm like, what? We don't have any kids. And my dad's getting pregnant. Are you serious? And like, just, <laughs> I, there's lots of emotions. So I went back to meet my little brother for the first time. And I remember something being different about that interaction with my dad and my brother. And I remember my wife and I like, man, he's holding him different. He's loving him. He's like cuddling him. He's doing things that I'm sure he didn't do with me. And so it was an amazing weekend to go celebrate that. But then as we were leaving to come back home to Colorado, my dad walked me, I'm like, this is 12 years ago. My dad walks me to the driver's side of my car, waits till my wife actually gets in the car. And then he looks at me and he says, I want you to know you'll always be my little boy, but I feel like JT is my second chance to get to do things right. In the letter that he wrote me when he apologized, he asked for a second chance to get to do things right. And it's amazing to see how that happened because not only is he in a phenomenal dad to JT today, he is an incredible father or a grandfather to all of my kids and all of my sister's kids. And I'm just telling you that would have not been possible without a stage. My youth group growing from three to 750 kids would not been possible without stages. And so I just really want to encourage your community. Like, I don't know where you're at today. Maybe you're not doing any of it. Just take a baby step, like decide on one podcast that you're going to get on. Or if you're maybe doing it a lot, just, just look at how you can do it better. Like, I don't want you to be a road warrior. Or maybe you're avoiding it because you've, you're either scared or you've been told it doesn't work. Dive into our training. I want you to see that it works. There's a lot of misconceptions of speaking, but I want to make it um, in a way that just allows you to be able to serve your audience and community in a powerful way. And so I appreciate you having me on here, and I hope everybody will really dive into stages more. Absolutely, mate. Thanks for sharing. Powerful stories. Pete Vargas, everyone. Check it out at thehiddenwide.com. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon. Thanks, Pete. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in and listening to today's conversation. I really hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've been able to take something away, something to help you create a more meaningful life, a life with greater freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Guys, if you love the content that I produce here at The Hidden Why, there are a few ways you can support me. Firstly, connect with me. You can do so in a number of different ways. You can connect with me online at thehiddenwide.com or via social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. I would love to hear from you guys. I would love to connect with you. If you've got any thoughts, comments, feedback, suggestions, or anything at all that you'd like to ask me, you can reach me at thehiddenwhyguy at gmail.com. While you're there, guys, make sure you subscribe to thehiddenwhy.com. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can be kept up to date with all the new episodes and happenings here at The Hidden Why. 
If you love what you heard in this episode, guys, or any of the others, please share the love. Share it with your family, friends, and anyone you think that might get some value. If you haven't already done so, you can also leave me a review on iTunes. Simply head over to iTunes, type in the hidden why, click the ratings and reviews button, and leave me a short message plus a one to five star rating. It helps me reach more people. Once again, guys, I appreciate the time you've taken out of your day to support my show. Until next time, you know what to do. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose, and in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. This is the Hidden Why Podcast. My name is Liam Arnoldsey. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon.